This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast, episode four. Wow. Thank you guys so much. First of all, this is the first episode that I'm recording after the launch. I launched it two days ago and I just have received overwhelming love, support, feedback. Oh my goodness, I am beyond grateful for this community and I am going to continue calling in all of you beautiful souls and more into this community. Um, I'm overwhelmed every day by your gratitude, your love, your support, the ascension journey you're on, and everything that you share with me. It is an absolute pleasure to hold space during this time. So today I wanted to tell a little bit about my story of a spiritual awakening and talk a little bit more about kundalini and spiritual awakenings. So when back in 2017, a few years before that actually, I moved to the beach and the beach is a really highly energetic place. And every day I would spend some time at the beach or near the ocean. And eventually around 2017, I just started to feel this overwhelming sense of connection and gratitude towards nature, towards life. And at this time, I was experiencing a lot of anxiety. I experienced anxiety my whole life. But I, it was really coming to a head there, then. So I felt that um, most of my thoughts during the day were thoughts of fear. Um, I was suffering from health anxiety. And if anyone knows what that's like, you're basically diagnosing yourself with a new thing every hour, every day. And it just feels so real to you. And you begin to think that something's wrong with you. From there... I started to develop panic attacks and um, heart palpitations, and I went to doctors looking for answers. And the whole time, I think I kind of knew what it was, and I think I started to know that I had more control and more power over my life than what I had known um, and what I previously held. So around 2017, I got this message as I was still, yes, having anxiety and panic attacks. I also felt this push to start meditating. It's like something opened up within my body where all of a sudden I was really open to like the other side and the other realms. And as I shared previously, um, I had a pretty religious upbringing. I mean, my family was Catholic. I went to Catholic school. We started every single class for nine or 10 periods with a prayer. Um, But after college and then into my 20s, I felt really disconnected. And I started to feel this push to start meditating. And I have two really close, I still have two close, very spiritual friends that I've shared about prior and they were very connected spiritually and that helped to guide me and open me up and they taught me so much and I started to journal and then I came across kundalini and when I first tried kundalini as I shared before it was love at first sight wow 
Ah, the tingles, the buzzing, the bliss, the absolute release that I felt from my body. Almost every bit of stress that I was holding consciously or subconsciously, it completely fell away from me. And I was, you know how the story goes, I was like, wow, I'm going to practice this every day. And as I started to, I started to also really start to observe my dialogue with the universe and with myself. And Kundalini is actually known as the yoga of awareness because it helps us to be more conscious and aware of our own thoughts. We almost become like objective, looking down at our life rather than in the here and now. And as I started to practice Kundalini every day, I felt more energy. I felt like I had more patience at the time I was teaching. I felt like I was able to appreciate my life so much more. And as I shared before, I always knew that teaching um, in a school, elementary school, would was temporary for me. I knew there was something else I was meant to do here, but for the time being, it helped me uncover the purpose of why I was there and a way in which I can serve on a deeper level. And I went to school and went to my job feeling more fulfilled. I started to attract very spiritual friends and just friends that were on the same frequency as me, which I honestly, I struggled with a lot of my life. And I finally felt at home inside my body. I would often say, too, because I didn't really know what was going on. And our world, um, over the last 18 months especially, but over the last two years, I would say there's been a mass awakening happening. And we're going to share that in another episode. There's a huge awakening happening on the planet right now. And back when I was doing this, it was very much woo-woo. It was very much um, not mainstream or at least not in my frequency and in my plane. Of course, there were healers and there were many people practicing. Um, But in my life, it felt like this was a treasure that I had to uncover and really find my way in. And information wasn't as accessible in this area as it is now. So as I would try to explain what I was feeling to people, I would often find myself saying, it's like I can access more of my brain. I'm like seeing things with a whole different perspective. I feel so smart. I feel like I have so much wisdom all of a sudden downloaded into my body. I feel like I'm looking at life out of a new set of eyes. This is unbelievable. And that's what a spiritual awakening is. It's being in tuned into this higher frequency and seeing the depth and the meaning towards everything in your life. And you may have come here at a very high frequency, a very evolved soul, or you may have to or may had to do a lot of work to get there. I personally, as I shared in the last episode, I had to do a lot of work to get to where I am, where some people could just naturally be in this state. I had to work really hard, which means really early sadness every morning with intense breath work and intense movement because that's what my frequency required. So 
I started to try to explain this to everyone and anyone that would listen. And everyone would be like, oh, cool. Yeah. What are you doing over there? You're chanting. What is that you're chanting? What kind of clothes are you wearing? What kind of practice are you doing in the morning? What are you studying? Is this a religion? And so many different questions. But what I started to notice is that I finally felt at home within myself. And from there, I saw everything in my life start to improve. And I saw relationships in my life get stronger and maybe some relationships that no longer stayed in my life because they weren't meant to, at least for that time period. And I just started to feel very, very connected. So I did decide to start sharing this as I shared in the previous episode and I started through Instagram and I just figured I would put myself out there and just go for it and share it and I think it was still pretty woo-woo for most people. And as as we started practicing together as a group, I started to hear more and more of people's feedback of what they were feeling, what they were experiencing, and how it was pretty similar to why I started teaching this. And huge transformations started to happen for them. And eventually, I created Evolve, as you know, in 2019, I believe. And it was the best thing I've ever given birth to, to this day. (laughs) Um, Just a community of such loving, kind, generous, grateful beings that's continuing to grow every day, which I'm so proud of and so grateful for. Um, So what I really want to talk about today is a spiritual awakening and what that might look like for you and how that might look in your everyday, what you can do to help this along and yeah, all about spiritual awakenings. So before we do that, let's take a moment to talk about the sponsor of this podcast, which is Eaton Hemp. I'm so grateful that we have a sponsor. So Eaton Hemp is a hemp brand, a farmer-owned brand, and it's organic, sustainable, transparent, seed to shelf, and they have amazing products. So they have these hemp seed bites that are delicious. I like them after my lunch as a little afternoon snack or treat. They're loaded with nutrients, fiber, protein, etc. And they also have hemp hearts that I love to make my milk, my hemp milk out of. And they also have flavored hemp seeds that I love to add to either my oatmeal, my yogurt parfaits, or my salads. So I love this brand because it's a great way to get added nutrients into your diet, especially protein. And they are willing to give you guys 30% off of your purchase. So if you visit eatenhemp.com, you can check out with the code Erica, E-R-I-K-A, 3030 for 30% off your entire order. So that's Erica. 30. At checkout for 30% your entire order. I hope you love, I know you'll love these products as much as I love them and I hope you enjoy them. Okay, so back to a spiritual awakening. So spiritual awakenings can look a bunch of different ways and it's essential that you are ready for this work before doing it, especially kundalini. I feel you need to be called to it. It's a very, very, very powerful practice and 
on my journey with Kundalini, there were moments where I felt such an intense sensory response to the practice, maybe tingling, maybe lightheaded, maybe a sensation in my head. And typically having health anxiety, um, I would stray away from anything that felt out of the ordinary, but there was just this voice so loud and clear in my head that this was right. And I, whatever this feeling was, was like God coming into my body and I needed to keep going. So a spiritual awakening can feel all different types of ways. But like I said, it's something that um, everyone awakens at a different time. And when it's your divine time, you're going to be guided to the practices that are going to launch you forward and help you evolve and help you ascend. And I believe that we're all here on earth during this time for a reason, during this mass ascension. So let's talk a little bit about a spiritual awakening. So during a spiritual awakening, you can really start to question what your purpose is, why you're here, and what you're meant to do. You might start to look at life completely differently. Exactly what I said before. You might wake up one day and be like, oh my gosh, how didn't I ever see this? And now how am I seeing this? And then you kind of can't unsee whatever it is you're seeing. It's like the veil has been lifted and it's just this inner truth within you. So you might start to question your job. You might start to question some relationships you have. You might start to question your life choices. This is all part of an awakening. We come here to grow. So the earth is our classroom and we come here to ascend and raise our consciousness, especially right now on earth. So I think it is so typical and I think that we need to normalize that things change. Where we want to live can change. What we want to spend our days and our our life doing, our careers doing can change. And I think that's something that our society strays away from normalizing, but it is it needs to be normalized because we are always changing, always growing, and therefore our interests are always changing and growing, and how we want to spend our energy and time is always changing and growing. So with a spiritual awakening, sometimes you may experience some physical symptoms and there they can range from a bunch of different things. So I have heard in the past that heart palpitations and even panic attacks could be part of that awakening process. And as you know, I was experiencing a lot of that during that time period. So I often wonder, you know, I went to the doctor because I think if you experience anything with your heart, you should always get it checked out. But since everything was normal with my heart and there was no reason for these panic attacks, it does lead me to believe that that could have been an ascension symptom. Another symptom that I have experienced, and let me preface this, everyone's awakening is different. So if you don't experience this, that doesn't mean you're not awakened or you're not in the process of an awakening. Every physical body is different. And based on our chakras, our energy fields, our experiences, our our physical makeup, we're going to experience things different ways. But specifically with the kundalini awakening, um, you can feel a lot of energy at the base of your spine. And this is something I did experience. (laughs) I'm laughing because I would be like wondering what was going on over there. So kundalini energy resides at the base of our spine. And when we awaken this, it travels up through the chakras, aligning our system, clearing ourselves from traumas and stored emotions. So you might feel some sensations at the base of your spine, 
or throughout your spine. You might also feel a lot of energy at the third eye point or at the crown of your head. And these higher chakras are opening up our consciousness. So Kundalini helps us to tap into our glandular system. So we have the pineal gland and the pituitary glands that play a huge role in our consciousness and our intuition. So by activating them, by decalcifying them, by clearing them, we are heightening our intuition. And sometimes you might feel pressure at the back of your head. You might feel pressure at the third eye point or at the crown of your head. And that's often why it is advised, although I don't do this all the time, it's advised to wear a head covering, a turban, or a um, a hood, a scarf over your head while practicing kundalini because you are lifting this energy from the base of the spine to the crown of the head and it can create pressure, it can create headaches, and you might experience some of these symptoms during an awakening. As you move through an awakening, there can be a bunch of different type of physical sensations. You might feel buzzing. You might feel ringing in your ear. So our hearing is a very strong sense and it picks up different frequencies. And as we elevate and raise our vibration, we might hear these different frequencies in our ear. So that's another thing. You might be able to see things like lights while you're meditating or even as you're talking to someone, you might see like a a very um, a quick but colorful light over them. That often happens to me. And your senses can bring in these different symptoms or experiences as you awaken. Another thing you may experience during your awakening are signs from the universe. And signs come in all different shapes and forms. So signs can come through animals. They can come through insects. They can come through numbers. They could come through a name. So during my awakening, I was overloaded with very repetitive signs. So I always saw the number 222. As soon as I started to go for my kundalini training, 222 has just been a number that's always popping out at me and coming into my awareness. I also have a very deep connection to the name Virginia. I have yet to really figure out the meaning of it. I at one point thought maybe that was the block I was going to live on in Long Beach because there's a block named Virginia Avenue and I wanted to live on it. That was like one of the six blocks I wanted to live on when I was manifesting this home. Um, But I don't live there. But after that process of moving into my house, I continued to see this name. And I think it might be my spirit guide's name. And we'll talk more about that as well. So it can come in the form of, like I said, it could come anything that you see over and over again. It's usually not a coincidence. And during my spiritual awakening, I started to experiment with the universe. And I started to say, hey, I'm so done with living in fear. I'm so done of thinking about the worst case scenario. I want to spend my time flipping the script, thinking best case scenario, because I've read The Secret. I've read a lot of Abraham Hicks. They're all saying that if you think positive, you could pull this into your existence. I'm going to try this as an experiment. And that's literally how this journey started. I was like, worst case scenario, 
it doesn't work, but I'll end up feeling better anyway because I'm thinking happy thoughts rather than thoughts of fear. Like it was kind of a no-brainer. So anytime a negative thought would come into my head, I would flip the script. I would stop it, label it as fear and untrue and go into the opposite, the best case scenario. And I did this over and over and over again. And this really just skyrocketed this ascension journey for me because I had the morning practice. I had the mindset that I was, uh, that I wanted to hold throughout the day and it just worked together. I also had the plant-based diet and these three things really worked together in such synchronicity as like this beautiful orchestra for ascension. So, Yeah, so I'm just thinking about all the things I want to share and how I have to maybe break this up into a bunch of different episodes because plant-based eating was a really big part of it. But as I was saying, the universe wants to work with you. The universe wants to connect with you and show you that you do have spirit guides. You have angels, maybe guardian angels, um, maybe a team of angels, whatever it is you want to call it or connect to or just like an energy force around you, maybe loved ones that have passed we are able to get signs from them. And as we're on the spiritual journey, as we start to awaken spiritually, we can start to really receive those signs. So those are some things that might come through to you during your spiritual awakening. The other thing is that it's not out of the ordinary to feel like you're very different. It's not out of the ordinary to feel like you are alone. I think what's really awesome about awakening right now is that so many people are and with social media, with Instagram, with all all of the things we have access to, TikTok, every it's endless. Um, it's so there are so many pages and accounts that talk about this now. It's like out in the open. It's not as woo-woo. It's real. We're experiencing it. A lot of people are experiencing it. So there's so much support there for you. And if you ever need support, you know that I'm here. You could DM me anytime. And I love to talk all things spiritual. So with that though, it's not out of the ordinary to start to feel different from your family. It's not out of the ordinary to start to question and doubt if this is real. Um, And at some point you might even come to this space of really questioning yourself and thinking that, um, yeah, you must be crazy. Of course, like no one in your family believes this. And how, how are you going to believe in this and live by this? But I encourage you to keep going. I encourage you to stay open to the miracles. And I encourage you to talk to the universe, talk to your guides, talk to your higher self and ask for what you want to see during this process and ask for specific signs. I, I had a really cool experience. Um, As you guys may know, my mother-in-law just recently passed, which was really upsetting and sudden. And we received a really beautiful sign from the universe from her. And it was in the form of two crystals. And one day I'll tell the whole story. But she has two children, my husband and my sister, Londina. And obviously like her two children – that that's why she got those two crystals. It it was for her two children. And I continuously tell this story over and over to so many people. And the past few weeks, it's still like really new. So I've been telling the story over and over. And 
with every time I told this story, I asked for I, – I kept saying, I want a crystal like that. I want a little heart-shaped crystal that I could hold in my palm and I'm just going to have to order one and I know it's from her because she sent it to us and this will just be mine, et cetera, et cetera. And before I could order it, I went to um, a healing event that I was leading at a different location and there were crystals put in everyone's chair and mine looked so different than everyone else's. It happened to be the exact shape and the exact size of the crystal my husband and my sister-in-law got. And I immediately started crying and thanked the universe so much for this and thanked my mother-in-law so much for sending this to me. It was so powerful and so, so incredibly special. But after, I, I just knew it was a sign. And once you start working with the universe, you start to really recognize what the signs are for you. Just like I knew 222 was my sign in Virginia, things just start to pop out, be open to them. And I started to reflect and I thought, wow, of course I received this crystal. I've been telling this story in the past three weeks because it's been helping me and Vinny and our family to heal because it's such a special story. And I kept saying every time after I recited the whole story, I would say, I want a crystal. I'm going to get a crystal. I'm going to get a crystal just like that. And lo and behold, it was the same color, um, same shape, and it was just so special. So the universe is here. Your angels are here. Your loved ones who may have passed are here to support you during this spiritual journey, during this ascension. And some tips while you are, while you think you're going through a spiritual journey um, or if you, a spiritual awakening, or if you are trying to expedite your spiritual awakening and you just want to experience the spiritual side of life, um, the first thing is divine timing. Just know that everything is in divine order and set intention for a graceful and blissful ascension because it's not always that way. As I shared, I had a rough ride um, in the beginning of my ascension and my spiritual awakening and some stories could be even more intense. So just always set intention that this journey of awakening is graceful, is supported, is protected by your guardian angels, by Archangel Michael, whomever it is that you call on and feel connected to. Stick My next piece of advice, number two, would be stick around people that just pull that energy out of you. So I'm sure that you know that energy. Um, it could be some family members. It could be friends. It could be someone that works at the yoga studio you love. It could be someone on Instagram. It could be someone you've never met before, but you love following their page. Immerse yourself in energy that feels like home to you. And that is going to help you because like I said, there could be a lot of doubts on this journey and you might start to think like, oh, this can't possibly be because things become so wild and multidimensional that you're like, what? Is this real? And a lot of people will say, you're losing it. It's not real. But I promise you it is. I promise you it is. And if anyone says that, don't judge them. Just send them so much love. And it could just be because they haven't experienced it for themselves and there's no judgment there. But when you stick around people that are on this ascension journey and that can teach you and that could provide this high frequency for you, 
and hold your hand through it. I have chills because I'm thinking about my two really good friends that did this for me, Helen and Tori. Like it is, it's just so special and it helps all the things that you're experiencing that person or that team can help you understand further, put, even put a name to and make it so much more real for you and not as abstract. So that's my other advice. Um, my third point would be to try and eat as clean as possible and um, trying to use less of recreational things. So being as pure as you could be, as clean as you can be, whatever that means for you. As you know, I love being plant-based, but I recognize that that works for me. It may not work for anyone else. So eating clean for you might just be cutting out processed foods or eating more whole foods, adding more fruit and vegetables to your diet, drinking a little less, definitely cutting out drugs, whatever it may be. So um, that can help because you are welcoming in more light into the body. You're detoxing from all of these additives that are added to our foods. And it's like less junk we need to move through. Someone requested a podcast episode all about food and how that helps the ascension process. But just to put it briefly, um, when we have – when we meditate and when we go into meditation, we have to clear a lot before we could come into that stillness and really listen to that voice within ourselves. And there are so many things in this world right now that can block us from being in alignment with that. Things in our food, things in products, um, it, it's endless. It's endless. It's everywhere. And um, by being as clean as you can and whatever that means to you can only help with the ascension process. So that's a really big piece. My fourth piece of advice, making time to meditate. So taking time to just be with yourself. And if that looks like kundalini for you, oh my goodness, I'd be so glad for you to join me and allow me to lead you in kundalini meditations because I believe it's like the express train to a higher consciousness. And that's why you have to be ready for kundalini because it is that powerful. Um, it's definitely, I would say, like the most potent type of meditation. Um, it combines breath work and mantra and meditation and movement which helps it to be so powerful. So working in whatever type of meditation that you are guided to, even if it's just three minutes daily, work that in, get that started and tell the universe, like universe, I'm ready for this next level. I'm ready to awaken further. I'm ready to elevate and evolve. I'm ready to open my eyes to more of what you have to offer. Send me signs, et cetera, et cetera. And Create that communication and I promise you, you will start to see signs of that. The next thing that I want to recommend is moving your physical body. So exercising or maybe through your meditation, moving that energy around because by, by moving, excuse me, by exercising, by sweating, by releasing, we're able to elevate our vibration. And for a while, before I started Kundalini, that was my meditation. Working out, I loved Soul Cycle. I felt super connected in that room. And that was like my meditation. So just honoring yourself, not doing anything that um, you feel you have to do or that other people are doing, and really find what works for you. Um, I would really recommend that. Okay, next. 
I forgot what number I'm up to, maybe five or six, but listening to things that light your soul on fire. So I loved listening to Abraham Hicks during this journey. I still love listening to Abraham Hicks, listening to books, listening to audios, uh, watching videos. Gaia Network is an incredible network with so many um, incredible spiritual videos, knowledge, wisdom, and a lot are science-based too. Finding what really speaks to your soul. And It's interesting. On this journey, I've started to realize that everything we've come, everything we come to learn, we've already known. So everything we learn, we've already known. We just need to remind ourselves of it. And I believe that this is what these books do. A really great text, Bringers of the Dawn, Obsessed. So, um, just expose yourself any way you can to this high frequency. And that could also mean listening to mantra, singing mantra during the day. And spending time in nature, of course, helps to connect you, whether it's by the ocean, whether it's by just putting your feet in the grass, whether it's just looking out the window, sitting in a sunny spot, um, whatever it may be, connecting to the earth. The earth will support you on this ascension. And hmm. I think that's it for now, actually. So those are my little tips for igniting your awakening, supporting yourself during this awakening, and receiving. But just talk to the universe. Allow the universe to know that you are ready, and the universe will show you the way. So thank you guys so much for joining for episode four. I'm so grateful to be here, to have the space to talk to you. I feel like we're just like hanging out and chatting together, which is really cool. If there's anything that you want me to expand on, that you want me to talk more about, seriously message me because I love hearing from you guys. It makes my day. It's why I do this. And I want to give you what you want. And you might just be asking for something someone else needs as well. So thank you so much for being here and I will see you next time. May the long time sun shine upon you. May all love surround you and may the pure light within you guide your way on. Satnam. Satnam.